Musical stylings for ITP, aka In the Pocket, are provided by Graphic Millet. His music is available where fine music is sold. In the Pocket, a talk show that showcases Mainers, who are people of color. Each episode represents a member of the Maine community from art, culture, and business, the earth, wind, and fire of life. Embracing and exploring the Black diaspora and descendants of American slavery through conversation is the foundational concept of In the Pocket. The overall mission of In the Pocket is to create conversational space for all people of color that is documented and celebrated through sharing of life experiences. If you like what you're hearing and want to hear it again or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.com captivate.fm or search in the pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at in the pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show. Juneteenth, it's coming to mean more than just a day. It's a time for us to, to celebrate us. It's for us, but it also provides energy and direction for the rest of the year. Thank you listeners for tuning in to In The Pocket. I'm your host, Flo Edwards, and today our special guest is Jack Newell Taylor. And excuse me, I should say Jock. I gotta like make sure I have an accent when I say it. (laughs) Newell Taylor. And he is one of the participants or the committee participants for the Down East Juneteenth, which I have to say, I didn't know about it until this year, and I know that it's at least been going on since 2021, Um, but Jacques, please introduce yourself. Yes, thank you, Flo. My name is Jacques Newell-Taylor, and I'm a father of two and a um, husband of one, and um, I live in in Southwest Harbor, and I have a business in Bar Harbor. So I'm one of, I'm just, you know, one of the, one of the participants um, and uh, one of the people who helps to um, come up with the ideas and the vision for uh, for Juneteenth, and so we have a we call a visioning committee, which is all Black folks, and we talk about what we'd like to see and do, and then we have a meeting with our allies and say, here's what we'd like to do, here's all the stuff that we need, and we work together to, to sort it all out. Lovely. I like how you said husband of one because you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I love that. So thank you for spending some time with us today. Can you tell me a little bit about how Down East Juneteenth started? Well, I wasn't around for uh, for the first Juneteenth, um, um, but I was. A, I went to the event, and um, it was wonderful. Uh, the idea was to um, celebrate, to or more specifically commemorate uh, June nineteenth, and. When I was approached about, uh, you know, being a part of organizing the Juneteenth commemoration for uh, 2022, I was a little nervous. Um, I was a little nervous because uh, I wasn't in the habit of celebrating Juneteenth. And it felt interesting um, and almost strange to say the word celebrate, right? It's a a holiday. when it felt more appropriate to commemorate that day, which involves a degree of celebration, 
uh, but also some reflection on um, what that has meant to our people um, and uh, where we have come since then. Um, so I was invited to, to be part of this visioning group. And one of the things that was important to me um, and to the members of this group was that this is black led, right? That this is something that we would be able to tell our story and this is going to be something for us. Um, and that's something that I know I lose sight of. Uh, sometimes you find yourself trying to do things to help the dominant culture feel comfortable around you, right? Or learn something about you. And this is a chance to say, you know what? We're not going to think about that. We are going to focus on us, on our needs, and our need to commemorate, celebrate, and be together. I love how, thank you for that um, backdrop. And I love how you express that it's about commemorating, not celebrating. Because I don't know if a lot of people realize that after emancipation, it was about three years before people in Texas, enslaved people were free in Texas. That's Uh, right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. And, and that was the beginning of, uh, of another era of terror, right? So there's a, a, yeah, a commemoration aspect to this of, of, yes, it's, it's, it's a, it's an, a, you, we're embracing the, the, that freedom, uh, but at the same time, recognizing that the struggle that still is here today. So are you saying that the terror is still happening? Oh yeah. Silly question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. yeah. I hear it. Um, and I think that's the, the other part of Juneteenth is that, um, you know, when you have family, uh, whether they're kids or nieces or nephews or kids that live on your block, um, you want the world to be a better place for them. And I don't mean that in the cheesy way, but I mean truly uh, where they will have more opportunities, where they will have um, less of a chance of being terrorized in some way, right? Um, so I think that's another element here is 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 an opportunity to to just relax and be together um, in the midst of all of this. I love how you say have more opportunities. Mm. How does the Juneteenth celebration that you are part of creating? creating those opportunities? Hmm. Well, um, many ways. Uh, There are things that we learn about ourselves um, through what we're sharing uh, that helped us to have a a more connected and holistic vision of who we are. If 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 we rest in what we learn in school about ourselves, right? People would have us think that black folks have never been able to swim. Black folks have never been on the water. We don't sail. That's not our thing. Black folks are really not part of the medical profession until recently. There are all these things that are um, that if if we if we don't have a place to come together and really look at these things, commemorate these things, we might think that we're either the first or that it's just some sort of a foreign thing instead of embracing it as part of our tradition, our history, and lifting it up and experiencing it all together. 
I love how you said that of we've basically done things but aren't giving credit for it or it's been erased from our history. And it makes me yes. think about Disney and the mermaid movie and the uproar that caused. But mermaids have been a part of at least the West African culture for they're the first ones who actually thought of mermaids. Yeah. Yeah, it, there are so many things from our um, from our um, not only our um, storytelling traditions, our musical traditions, um, our scientific traditions, our um, how we how we help each other in terms of uh, social needs. Those traditions, these are all things that 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 we've experienced that are part of who we are. That again, people would have us believe, you know. We introduce this to you, you know, um, when we get a chance to reclaim this at places like, at, at events like Juneteenth. And I love how you said reclaim. You are like one of the perfect people to interview. You're just on the ball with everything. <laughs> like just giving me like the leads that I need. I love it. So reclaiming uh, sailing. So I did notice that uh, Juneteenth is going to be offering sailing courses. Tell me about that. I'm so excited about this 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 Juneteenth celebration this year. So we ha we we've expanded it from not only Juneteenth, but we're celebrating on the 17th and the 18th as well. And we have an entire weekend where we're going to um, there will be opportunities to sail, to kayak, to hike, to sign up for swimming lessons, um, uh, uh, fishing, right? All these things, and not only that, but they're led by Black men and women. I got to tell you just a quick story. Um, my wife loves the water and she loves the idea of sailing. And I just, just thought that was kind of crazy. It's kind of silly. I was like, that's not me. That's not us. I couldn't even see it. I couldn't even imagine it. Didn't want any part of it until one day I saw a woman named JG out on her sailboat, black woman by herself on her sailboat. And it took that to give me an image of what is possible. And then from that, starting to reckon, she said, Jacques, but you realize that black people are on the water all over the world. And we always have been. And I just couldn't understand how I didn't know that. Right. So it was that that it's those opportunities to see ourselves doing these things with the expertise, not novices, but real expertise. Um, we've got our, our guide for hiking is one of the only main guides, right? Black main guides. He's going to take us on our hikes. We're going to have a, a brother who's going to have leading us out on the water in canoes. It, it is it's, it's really inspiring. And it's a great opportunity for us to reclaim, to reclaim our connection to these things. So when I think of black sailors, I think of when slavery was happening or even right after it ended, the only job where black men typically got equal pay was when they were out sailing because that was the main mode of transportation for you know, a couple of centuries, right? That's right. So I thought that was pretty cool. And I remember, was it like late 90s? There were some, there were still pirates out there. I can't remember what African country they apparently were from, but they were all of a sudden doing piracy. I was like, I didn't know there were still pirates out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah, yeah, we definitely got some black pirates. Um, and but you know, there's there's something that that it's it's this is interesting too. How uh, I can remember my, my mother gave me gave giving me a book when I was 13 years old. She gave me a book uh, called "They Came Before Columbus," and I I remember trying to read it, and it was about Africans who made the journey from Africa to South America long before Columbus got here. Wow. Right, and. It blew my mind, but 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 because nobody was talking about it, I thought I I, I I was concerned about the veracity of the information, right? Right, because nobody, no one's talking about it, and you're the only one reading this. And but this is this is part of who we are. Yeah, I feel like individuals are going to travel to try to make more money or try to get a, a provision that they consider valuable. So. Goodness knows how many cultures have gotten into sailing, but it just hasn't been documented. Um, right. And the winners of history, or at the time, are the ones who are going to share history and make history in the books yep. for the yep. next generation. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to look for that book. That's fascinating. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 a pretty cool book. I think the author is uh, uh, Ivan Van Sertima, if, if my memory serves me correctly. Um, but yeah, so the, the the weekend before Juneteenth, there's there's uh, opportunities to camp, to hike. Um, there'll be some you know campfire stories, um, and you know amazing food. Uh, you don't have to pay for any of the food. You don't have to pay to enter the park. Just come set up your tent, um, and if you need a tent, we can give you a tent. If you need sleeping bags, we can get you a sleeping bag. Um, there'll be activities for kids. It's. Uh, it's really going to be a fun, fun, fun weekend. Nice. Yeah. And, and the par- camping is going to be at Lemoyne State Park, I believe. At Lemoyne State Park, correct. Yeah, and all this stuff, you can sign up for it at uh, juneteenth.org. And, um, yeah, the activities start at 9 in the morning, and we go into the evening. Um, yeah, there'll be something for everyone. Great. And what's the last day that you can sign up for this? That's a good question. Um, I believe our deadline is uh, next Monday. Yeah, I think we need about a week to make sure we've got all the provisions necessary. Uh, so we really want people to get on there and sign up. And space is limited. Um, um, and we are filling up pretty quickly. Okay. So yeah. the 12th is the last day. 12th is the last day. Okay. Well, listen, if it's going on after the 12th and you really want to get out, you just give us an email and we'll see what we can do for you. Okay. Good to hear. Good to hear. So I love that it's a weekend of commemoration. It's a weekend of reclaiming. I, I just love that. How how did you make this possible? This this almost sounds like it's too good to be true. The, the 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 team that I work with, and we're truly a team. I mean, it, it is amazing how when we come together, we do more than what we can do individually right if we as hard as we work you know when we come together it's just exponential so between the the i call it the the true team synergy of these of this black leadership and our our allies um and we have we've applied for several grants um and we've been awarded several grants and some very generous donations from community members uh from businesses um the support has been really um staggering um it's been fantastic it's been fantastic. Yeah. I went to the website and there's at least 10 businesses, organizations, at least 10. I, I should have counted all of them, but there's quite yes. a few. Yes. Yes. And our partnerships 
are critical. Um, and um, I get, like I said, I'm, I'm just moved by how many people want to participate and how generous people are being with their time, with their resources. Um, and uh, just by looking, finding all these black businesses who are here to support and um, do this on this holiday. Um, it impresses me. I feel that when I was reading up on this interview, I felt like Portland does not have their act together when it comes to this. But I also have to think that where Down East is located, camping is and sailing would be the best activity to do. Um, so then I was like, well, maybe it's even, but I still feel like you guys are just setting a high bar. Awesome. <laughs> In, you know, the, the one thing that, that um, I I want to see if we can figure out is how we can um, make, somehow connect these events. So there's a bit of synergy between these different locations because, you know, I get it. Where we are, it's, you know, you got to get to an island. You got to drive a bit. If you're in Bangor, you're driving a bit. If you're in Ellsworth, you're driving a little bit. Um, and it's wonderful that people are coming from, you know, so pretty far away places, but I would in the future like to see some type of, um, and I don't know what it'll look like yet, but some type of synergy. Um, one of the things that, that has come up for us over and over again, and it stems out of this, I'm, I'm sorry for digressing a little bit, but it stems out of this thing that is um, a very popular thing right now um, is diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? DEI. Right, DEI. And I'm all down with, you know, with the, with, I think the general sentiment, but sometimes I'm not looking for something that's equal to somebody else. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm not, I don't want what the dominant culture has. We don't necessarily need what the dominant culture has, right? So this is our opportunity to shape what we want and need independent of what somebody else has. You know what I mean? So that's, that's been the other guiding force here is um, really trying to shape this based on um, what works for us. And so I'm hoping that as we're looking at this synergy between, you know, the Down East and Portland and any other area, that we'll come up with our own way of doing that. It, it'll be something that's fresh and new and that's born out of our, um, our need, our, our sense of community, how we do it, right? I don't know what that looks like yet, but it would be exciting, I think. Oh, I love the dreams of the future, and I'm going to do a little shout-out to Solange Knowles because you kind of reminded me of her when you're, like, basically saying, let's make our own table. That's it. So this is a little off-topic. I noticed you have a Labrador over a dog. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. That's my that's my dog, Tasman. He's a... He's a uh, He's a mix. We think they, at the pound they said that he is a um, lab shepherd mix. Okay. But he looks good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's my buddy. <laughs> Are there any uh, pet friendly activities or camping? Can people bring pets? Tell me how that works out. That's a great question. I'm pretty sure you can bring your, your dog uh, to the park. Uh, they have to be on a leash. Um, uh, you can certainly bring dogs on hikes. Uh, they have to be on a leash as well. Um, and I think it's one of those things where um, it's important to know your, 
you know your animal, right? There are some dogs and uh, that would be great in that environment with a bunch of people running around, not always quiet, not always moving slowly. And other dogs are just going to make them really anxious. So we'd ask people to kind of know your pet um, when it comes to that. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that uh, pets are welcome in the park um, and on the hikes as long as they're on a leash. Love it. Yeah. I'm a dog owner myself, so I always uh, like to like think about like, oh, who might attend this event, and it's good yes. to mention so that everybody feels included. Yes, thank you for bringing that up, and I hope I'm right about that. I'm 90% sure that I got that right because I take Tasman, and I'm always looking for the signs that say no dogs allowed, and um, I there are are a few places where I know dogs aren't allowed, but usually it's dogs on a leash only. Yeah. Yeah. Maine's a pretty good dog-friendly state, and I've parked, or excuse me, I've camped in Lamone State Park, and mm-hmm. you can have dogs there. So, great, yes, great, great. Yeah, uh, I just want to go back to the food. So, is is the food going to be coming in like to go containers, or are we going to be grilling? Okay. Like, what's what's happening? Let me tell you. Okay, so, oh, we have uh, a chef. Well, we have a couple chefs. We have a chef, a local chef, who's going to be preparing the food for the weekend. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, okay? She's going to be fixing stuff right on site, and some of it will be prepared, and you'll take it, but it's being prepared right there. On Juneteenth, we have a chef that's coming in from New York City. We got some local local chefs doing their thing on the day in the park as well. So, and again, this food is free. And it's delicious. So we've got everything from uh, uh, locally raised meat to locally raised vegetables. It's um, <laughs> I'm excited just about the food, and that's that's another one of our things. We food is a big part of our get-togethers, and we wanted to make sure that we have something that reflects our culinary traditions. Right? <laughs> I love it. Uh, it yeah. sounds like because that there's one chef coming from New York City that the chef is going to be traveling more distance than the food is going to travel, which <laughs> is right. probably unheard of. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we just have one one chef who's not going to be local and everybody else is right here, you know, right here. Love it. Sustainability. Great. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, it is. So yeah, so we talked about having pets. We talked about the, the amazing food. Uh, and I love how you said that it's a part of our culture uh, in case people don't know I'm black, right? And so I love that you mentioned that. Are there going to be dishes? Well, do you know the menu? Is it going to be like mostly American black food? Is it going to tap back to African countries? Now, I wouldn't be able to, sp- to point to specific Af- African countries that some of the food comes from, but I know some of it's going to be, uh, there'll be some island food, as well as some foods that I'll call um, tradition, parts of the, the, the Black American tradition. Um, I don't know the menu off heart. It's changed a few times. Um, I'll tell you what, if you post things uh, along with, um, um, with, with the audio files, if you post documents, perhaps I can get the menu and you can post that too. Um, I'll see if I can, I can work on that. But um, every iteration of the menu that I've seen, I've been excited about. Um, and, and like I said, it, it was so exciting to be able to like really source the meat locally, let the farmers know ahead of time and say, hey, here's what we're going to need and when we're going to need it. And they're like, yep, we can do that. 
I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you had me at free food and then you like icing <laughs> on the cake when you're like, chefs are going to be making it. I was like, oh my God. Yes. Like, yes. My yes. mouth is watering. Yes. Yeah. And you know, there's, there's another um, uh, element of, of this, of this whole thing. Um, so we talked about the weekend, weekend on the water. Then on Juneteenth, um, there's going to be some, you know, some really good music. Now, I'll be honest with you. I'm, I'm kind of a, I'm particular about the music that I listen to, right? And it, and when I would come to Maine, when I was visiting Maine, sometimes I'd go to an open mic and I'd be like, yeah, that's kind of cringy. Um, and I thought that that was all that we have here. But it's not true. We have some top-notch musicians who are going to be sharing their music with us. And not only that, um, I, I don't know how to 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 describe um, part of this experience that we're all going to have, other than it's deep and it transfixes everyone. And it's not a performance; it's a um, it's a journey. It's, it's a journey and everybody goes on this journey and I've just never seen people um, stilled and focused the way um, this this featured um, participant is going to move us and that that's that's all I can say about it you want to be there you want to be there okay yeah there's no yeah. name drop at all uh, yes chief Amokame. Oh, Nicole McKimmy's father. Nice. Great. Fantastic. And he, he shared um, his message with us last year. And that was so special. It was special, period. And it was also special uh, given what he was still managing. And so we very much look forward to 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 um, whatever experience he brings to share with us this year. Wow. Yeah. Well, on that note, is there any additional information that you would like to share about the amazing Down East Juneteenth ceremonies? Yes, that we invite everyone. Everyone is welcome and um, I promise that you will be uplifted and the energy that you feel from this experience, doesn't matter your background, the energy you feel from this experience will carry you through the year. It will inspire you to do something different every day throughout the rest of the year. It's, um, it's, 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 it's energizing. Um, it's wonderful to see people and it feels like a wonderful, wonderful hug. A deep soulful hug so yeah come and join us um, if you want more information about it juneteenth.org it's all laid out there both the weekend and also uh, the juneteenth commemoration events and yeah it would just it'd be our our pleasure um, to share that time with you and anybody who's listening it's juneteenthdowneast.org okay yes. thank you juneteenthdowneast.org juneteenth that's it yes and the social media, if you're just checking out the Instagram or Facebook, is it also Juneteenth Down East? Correct. Juneteenth Down East. Yes. In the pocket, 
would like to thank the Nature-Based Education Consortium. The Nature-Based Education Consortium is a Maine-based collaborative network of outdoor learning leaders and stakeholders working together on systems level efforts to ensure that every Maine youth has access to powerful outdoor learning experiences. If you are interested in joining the network, go to their website, NBE Consortium, and that's C-O-N-S-O-R-T-I-U-M.com. If you like what you've heard and want to hear it again, or want to check out our archive of past shows, look for us at inthepocket.captivate.fm or search In The Pocket on iTunes or wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at In The Pocket and give us a follow so you never miss a show.